Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, and our guest co-host Portia Williams is here. Morning, Portia. Portia. Damn, y'all just woke me up. What's happening, Portia? I'm good. I'm glad to be up here with y'all early as hell in the morning. Hey, man. You did it on this nation, though? Or y'all didn't take that early? I did. No, not that early. Like 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Waking up at 4 a.m., trying to put something on my face was real early. Man, 8 o'clock, that's sleeping in for us. Yes, it is. It was nice. It was a good life. How was your weekend? It was good. It was really good. I rested, mm-hmm. you know, spent time with my little baby girl. Okay. Now y'all kidnapped me up here with y'all for a whole week. Y'all gonna right. treat me right. I know that much. Yeah, we got you. Okay. Let's take you want Starbucks you. or Dunkin' Donuts? I want Starbucks. Okay. She bougie. That's <laughs> Starbucks. Right. Starbucks. Any, Starbucks. Any kind of Chino you want. That's what I want. My weekend was kind of light. <laughs> Not much going on. Nah, mine was heavy. I was all I'm over lying, nigga. 
<laughs> I, I had a great weekend though. Friday, I went to go see MJ the Musical. How was that? My God. My parents loved it. My God. If y'all ain't what? seen MJ the Musical yet, you got to go see MJ the Musical. Where, where is that? Here? On Broadway. Yeah, it's a Broadway oh, play. Broadway. Okay. So it's like the life of Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That boy, Miles Frost. Lord Killed have it. mercy. Oh, my God. Drop on the clues bomb for MJ the Musical. Yeah, I got to see it too. I think he's, uh, I think he's leaving soon. I th yeah, I think April. April, yes. Yeah, so I got to go see it before he leaves. He's coming to visit the Breakfast Club. I kept wondering, what what was his vertical leap? Is that a weird thing to be thinking during a, uh, a, a how he could jump? Yeah, he's no. supposed yes. to be enjoying it. I was, but every time he would jump, I'm like, yo, he got hops. He should have played basketball, you're yeah, thinking? That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. He could do maybe Jordan and He did Jackson, <laughs> he could do Jordan too, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Then we saw the Chris Rock special Saturday. Chris Rock special. Oh, yeah, I seen it yesterday, but yeah. Which was phenomenal to me. I got to see it. Is my husband, yet? no, I was mad before I got here because my husband actually watched it without me. No. He asked me how could he watch it. I went to go clean the kitchen, came back, he was halfway through. Damn it, Cardinal. man. Cardinal. That's Cardinal. fighting in my house. A exactly. That's fighting in my house. You watch something without us? Oh, that's fighting. And then we'll talk about, I know we'll talk about that this morning. And then Absolutely. last night was the uh, WGA's, the Writers Guild Awards, the 75th Writer Guild Awards. Mm -hmm. And you know, my late night talk show, Hell of a Week, was nominated for uh, Best Writing Comedy Variety Series. We How'd you do? We lost. Okay. To, uh, John Oliver last week tonight, but you know I'm thankful for the nomination. Yeah, and, uh, congratulations. That's right. That's and, big. And shout out to everybody. I was in uh, Detroit on Friday. They had the uh, Fall Back in Love comedy uh, tour. The, the, uh, the R&B Legends of the Street tour. Yeah, that's what pretty much what it was. Uh, it was a blizzard in Detroit, and it still sold out. It was uh, Trey Songs. It was uh, Mario, Little Duval. It was um, who else was on that tour? Jacquees, uh, August Alcina, and. His twin, he calls him. That that gentleman's on there as well. And somebody else is on there too. I'm missing somebody. Monica. Oh, shoot. Monica was on there as well. And then Saturday, we were in New Orleans. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Little Duval, man. Little Duval is, has so much energy. You just got to love Little Duval, man. He's so funny. I'm glad he's doing well. He's doing well. That's yeah. right. I'm All glad right. about that. Well, let's get the show cracking. Now, uh, we got some guests joining us this morning. Tisha Campbell, Kim Whitley, and Yvette Nicole Brown. They got a new series, At Your Age. Yes. And we're going to be kicking it with them. And then we got front page news. Is the good sister Angela Rye on this morning? Yes, yeah, she is. She's on? Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk to her next. She'll tell us uh, what's going on in the news. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Portia Williams, joining us this morning. Big Portia. Hello. And turn our mic turn on, mic on. Come on. Hey, let me be in the building. There you go. Okay, there I am. And now we got Angela Rye for our front page news. What up, Miss Rye? Hey, everybody. Good morning. Good We're going to start hey. off. Huh? You can't hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We just said oh, good morning back. I'm sorry. Good morning. Mm -hmm. We're going to start off with this Women's History Month newsmaker, Antoinette Paris Hudson. This 28-year-old black woman first made history by becoming the third black female to become a captain for PSA Airline. But with a degree in aeronautical engineering, she's really killing the game now because she just announced she will become a pilot for American Airlines. You all know that's the largest airlines in the world so congrats to Antoinette and hopefully she can talk to them about the miles expiring okay that's dope uh next up and more on a more sad note we have John Morant who had a really rough weekend that culminated with the two games suspension it's been a rough season for one of my favorite young players with several incidents of course there was the incident over the summer with the 17 year old boy in a pickup game mm -hmm. where he allegedly brandished a gun an alleged confrontation after the Pacers game where a friend of Jaws pointed a red laser laser at Pacers staff members who believed the laser was attached to a gun. And this latest incident 
was Ja flashing a gun on his own Instagram live on Saturday at what appeared to be the club. For what? Time. Why? And has resulted, I don't know, in a two-game suspension by the Memphis Grizzlies. He almost immediately apologized, taking full responsibility for his actions and saying, quote, I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Memphis clearly needed Ja after losing to the Clippers by six yesterday following his, his suspension. And his coach has said he's not clear on when he'll return and the NBA is also investigating. Well, that's good. I don't know what that young brother is doing, but uh, somebody needs to simply pull him to the side and say, do you want to lose everything? Mm-hmm. You know, and and, yeah. and why did the league have to suspend him? I feel like the team should have, uh, the team should have made that decision. I, I wish, I wish the league didn't have to intervene. If the team cares about him and his well being, mm-hmm. and he's a franchise player, they should have did the suspension. Yeah, maybe well, the league jumped on the, it the early. Team- the mm-hmm. team did suspend him, actually. The NBA is still investigating. Oh, it's the team. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it is the team Yeah, the suspension. team did investigate. Oh, okay, I think yeah, it needed sure. that suspension, though. I think it needed him to sit down. And I, I hope that, like you said, his dad, who was at all his games, so I met at yeah. a couple of games, really needs to sit him down and say he could lose it all. There's no reason for him to be hold, holding a gun and a club and showing himself holding a gun. Yeah. It makes no sense. But more than that, he really needs better friends. Absolutely. Yes. This time, right now, he needs to realize he needs to shake all that off. He needs to lose some dead weight and mm-hmm. come back. Because if his friends are around him, let him hold a gun. Word up. Mm-hmm. They ain't gonna take no charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody in the room like, no, hey, bro, exactly. don't do that. You know exactly. who you are? Yeah. You know? So they don't value what he got. That's right. And Google uh, Javaris Crittenton. <laughs> okay? He's an American. Mm-hmm. He's a former uh, NBA player. He's doing like 23 mm-hmm. years in prison right now for Damn. a murder. So if you don't think these little incidents can lead to something bigger, Google mm-hmm. Javaris Crittenton. Yeah. And I don't know if he's ever had a documentary about his life, but somebody need to show uh, Ja his, yeah. his story. Mm-hmm. But it feels the same. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Miss Rod. We see you in an hour. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. Let us know how your weekend was. Was it good? Was it bad? Or maybe you just want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Jade. Hey, hey Mama. How Jade? are you? Jade. Get it off your chest. I'm good. <laughs> All right, so long story short, I was fired from DoorDash on my day off. You got fired um, on your day off? Yeah, how you get fired on your day off? All right, so this is what happened. I'm almost 15 years out of the workforce, but thankfully I have um, some jobs lined up. I have interviews, so pray for me, y'all. But I started DoorDashers to make ends meet, and um, I don't know. Eating people food? Say that again? You was eating in people food? No, no. I promise I wasn't. But um, I went to log into my shift, and they said my account was deactivated, and I was like, what? So I called support. And they were like, well, it's not showing active on our end. And I'm like, but it's not, though. So I haven't been able to do a dash or anything. So I don't know. Just pray for me, y'all. Yeah, they might have just made a mistake. You might have been able to get that job back, mama. Did she just ask us to pray for her? Yeah, she did. For DoorDash? Yes. I'm not praying. I'm not God. No. For what? Not even for DoorDash. Like, I'm, I have some interviews lined up, but also, like, you know, bills are coming up. Oh, okay. You can pray for her. Yeah. I'm not able to do anything right now. I pray for you to get a new job. I no, let it go to Uber.
Uber Eats because I need some better delivery <laughs> around my area. And yeah. I will say that the Uber Eats drivers and the Lyft drivers, they have it hard. I think they only make 30% of, of what they actually make. And if, if somebody gets in the car and lies on them or says mm-hmm. something, they can lose their job. And I know a couple people that lost their jobs and that's all they had. So well, How you lie on the Uber Eats or DoorDash drivers? How, you know, yeah, how you know it's a lie? Yeah. Well, one dude said that uh, he bought the, the food delivery uh-huh. and I guess the guy forgot to wake up and get it. So the next morning, I guess the animals ate the food. So he was like, he it ate never that came. man food. Because somebody definitely ate. I got some crab legs the other day. And you tell me how a whole like hand or whatever the crab legs had only two legs on it. What? Only that, <laughs> two legs. And the ones that was missing had no seasoning in the little socket. How you know it wasn't, you <laughs> Somebody took How them, you know it wasn't a handicapped crab? No. Nah, you discriminating, not, you're discriminating <laughs> against the crab. That's why I got my money back. I ain't asking no cripple crab. <laughs> uh-uh. Get my, get my money back. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yeah, hey, what's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Yeah, I just want to bring some awareness to high blood pressure. But um, I'm 29, and I, I don't feel like I should be having high blood pressure, but hey, I do. I just checked it this morning. I checked it last night, and it's uh, 154 over 90, I think, and I think that's too high. But um, I just want to bring some awareness to it because it don't have no symptoms, and I just want everybody to know the symptoms I was feeling was like, I felt like it was blood at the top of my head, oh. and it was just sitting there. You need to go to so, the doctor. He's clearly winning. Definitely. I'm going I'm, I'm to go check myself out. No, he probably, check, he probably, probably does wanna... it at home. He probably checks his blood pressure at home. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I See? check it at home. Yeah, you need to go to the doctor. Go to the emergency room. You feel That's blood right. like that on top of your head. And eat better. Yeah, you yeah. might have high cholesterol. Definitely. I'm looking into changing my diet, but um, what I started doing was drinking pure raw apple cider vinegar, and that, that helps bring it down. You Googled that one. Yeah, he definitely Googled that one. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, call us up right now. Our guest co-host, Portia Williams, is here. And it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. C.J. will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? I'm Vincent. Take us on Bluetooth for speaker, whatever you got us on. I'm sorry, Evie. I keep on telling you. I'm at work in this garbage truck, man. Say what's up to Porsche. Hey, Porsche. How you doing? Hey, you in the back or the front of the truck? No, I'm on. I drive the truck. Oh, okay. You in the front. I like the ones who hang off the back, but okay. Well, I used to do that, but I graduated, so I front loaded. Okay. Okay. So I, for, I pick up uh, garbage cans from uh, different business and uh, like complexes. All right. What What's up? Well, Charlie, what up? Peace, Sean. How you, brother? I'm good, brother. Charlie, maintain. I just want to tell John. It's crazy how John John Moran about to lose everything, man, over some some stupid mistakes that he's making out here. You know what I mean? You get a great opportunity to make money. Like, look at me. I work a nine to five. Tony and zero in the bank account. You know what I mean? And this dude keep on messing up all the damn time. Like, what's up, bro? You gotta get uh-huh. together, man. 
I agree. I with hate you. to see y'all doing good and then you messing up out here. And then nobody around him is telling what he's doing as well. That's a lot of yes people around him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he's clearly the big homie. I mean, you know what I'm saying? When, he, when you come from where he comes from, you know, which is close to South, to South Carolina, if you've ever been out there, then, you know, he really comes from nothing. So he's probably the big homie in his circle, more than likely. Yeah, but he shouldn't be carrying a hammer with him in no club. No. But did he have, where was you know. his shirt? Did he have a shirt on or no? <laughs> yeah, see, he was just wilding out. So see, that's just, first offense was a shirt off, next just gonna go down. Yeah, young boy that's with it. a bunch of tattoos, no. he wanna show him off, and he was in the strip club. Mm. <laughs> Let them strip. That's the problem. Hello, who's this? Yo, yeah, oh, what's up, man? It's Rashad, Rashad Moore. Rashad Moore, what up? Get it off your chest, brother. How you doing, man? Top of the morning. Happy Monday, man. Top of the morning, bro? brother. Same to you. What up? Yo, listen, man. So what I basically want to touch down on is uh, the unfairness that I've been seeing a lot. I'm a new father, and I basically had, like, the worst experience ever. Uh, basically, it's like, these women, they take advantage of you knowing that like, you want to be in your kid's life. And, <gasps> They try to alienate you from being around your son, and I don't understand why that is. It's been going on for hundreds of years, and I don't know how these women are not realizing it's not actually the best benefit for the kid. So right now, this morning, this morning, what I want to do is just put out some positivity. Also, at the same time, put out awareness about this unfortunate event that's going on in like uh, all over America, like a pandemic. If you want to think about it, because every like ten men, at least four of them is on child support, which is actually taken away from the kids. What I'm trying to say is there's two things, right? Women either make better decisions about the kids that you're having or just take it a little lighter on these guys because what it is is, like, it's not being fair to a lot of guys. A lot of guys are, like, you know, hurting out here and not actually getting a problem more support that they need. And it's also taking away from helping you raise the kids. And then you end up having another bunch of kids being rolled over in a cycle and being well, fatherless. Let's, let's ask a woman. Like, Portia? Hmm. Yeah, let's on, ask brother. a woman. Portia, yes. what are your thoughts? Well, I think I think he's on to half of the issue. He's uh-huh. saying that the women need to look out for the men that they have babies with. Mm-hmm. I think the men need to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, women should be selective, but men have the right to be selective as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you then want to be like a victim, but you didn't empower yourself in the beginning to decide who you're going to have sex with, yeah. if you're going to wrap it up or not. Just like there's different types of men, you know, mm-hmm. some can be dogs. There's different types of women. So don't shoot everybody club don't, up is what no, you're saying. No, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Because okay. you might not want to be in that club forever. And now you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up. Portia Williams is here. Now, we got rumors on the way. What we what we talking about when we come back? Uh, we're going to be talking about this Chris Rock, honey. Mm-hmm. Rocking it up, honey. He is over there talking about Will Smith again. Does he not know he have a left hand, too? But anyway... <laughs> We're going to talk about that coming up a little later. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. And for people that don't know what everybody knows, Wilson, his wife was f***ing her son's oh. friend. I normally <laughs> oh. would not talk about this But for some reason, these put that on the internet. We all been cheated on. Everybody in here been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. None of us. It's like, hey, I was sucking somebody else's How did that make you feel? Jesus. That's a hell of a question. Did she ask him that? I don't remember no, that question. She didn't ask him that. No, 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 no. I was gonna, he heard that. I was going to ask, so how do you reply to that? Though? Comedians don't have to say allegedly. What do you mean? Because during the special, he was saying some things. I'm like, 
Damn it. He, you just don't say. No, they're not journalists. They're comedians. That's yeah. that's what it is. Oh, it's I supposed to it. be free space to say what you want, and it is what it is. You laugh or not. Yeah, and, I you, love and, it. and everybody's fully aware that it's a, 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 a bit in a stand-up special. That we would be we would be getting to a real strange place if folks started suing people for what they said in stand-up specials. Yeah. Come they, on, man. They sued stuff for what you say people on the radio regardless. That's and, different, though. I think radio is different than I'm stand-up. just asking. But I feel you, though, because even though it is comedy... When he said that part about F and his son's friend, mm-hmm. I felt that. Like, he, he he was making it funny, but <laughs> right. he meant that. He wanted <laughs> right. that to sting Will when he said that again. Even even when he said something about OJ, he was like, OJ's a murderer. I'm like, yeeeks. Well, yeah. no, I don't think you can say that. <laughs> he definitely said I it. You can't say part. that? Yes. Now you got to say allegedly. You got to say allegedly. You get found guilty of murder. Yes. Oh. All right. What else we got? Well, I'm this sure is good. He, he can't sue him no more for that. All right. So anyway, and he even mentioned y'all. Did y'all hear that part? Mm-hmm. Or y'all had selective hearing. Here you go. <laughs> Everybody in the world called him a <laughs> I tried to call the mother <laughs> give him my condolences. He ain't pick up for me. Everybody called that man a <laughs> Charlemagne called him a Ooh. and the Breakfast Club called him a and the view and the talk and every rapper and, and the drink champs called him a Everybody. And who's he hit? Me. <laughs> I enjoyed the special, man. It was good. The only thing I hate is that the Will Smith slap stuff overpowered all the other great stuff he said in that special. Like the, the conversation about Meghan Markle and oh, the we royal got family we got and the stuff about Wait, but did you call him a bitch? Hold on now. You just no, I, I don't. I don't remember calling Will Smith oh. a bitch. I know we had some thoughts about the red table talk, but I didn't call I him think, the B word. I don't no, think. What's okay. interesting is I heard uh, I heard Chris Rock do that set last month right mm-hmm. at the North Charleston Coliseum in Charleston, mm-hmm. and he did that bit, and you know he did the shout outs then, right? And mm-hmm. I was sitting there thinking like, should I correct him? But nope. then I was like. Nah, he got his special next month. Yeah, so that's why I gotta make this man that shot me out in the special. That's right, drop a bomb. So, so, <laughs> I, was like, I was thinking about correcting him when I heard no. it last month. Like, you know, I never I'ma called Will Smith a but I think, nah, I'ma let that one go. Let's let it go. That might make the special. Yeah, make, Mama, and it made, made the it. special. <laughs> now, people were mad about the Meghan Markle thing that you just mentioned. Why? Everything you said was accurate. Meghan Markle. Some of that sh- she went through was not racism. It was just some in-law sh- Oprah, they're so racist. They wanted to know how brown the baby was going to be. That's not racist. Because even black people want to know how brown the baby going to be. We check behind them ears. That's a scientific test. Because you got to see what kind of black child you going to get. Is this a Steph Curry baby or a Draymond Green baby? Oh my God. And, and I hope that Chris Rock was also taping that special over the past year because I want to see it like you know produced as an actual special. Live was cool, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. But there's a different type of rhythm when you watch a produced stand-up special. So I want to see that material produced in that way. Mm. He forgot the knuckles though. I'm sorry because we do check the ear, but we also check <laughs> oh, the, the knuckles. knuckles. If, the, if the ears is cool, we ain't we still ain't convinced. We're gonna check. check the what, are we, what are we looking for when we do that? I not me, you know, because, you know, I take my baby however, but, yeah. you know, we want to see where the crisp is. Where's the crisp? Where's the crisp? Yes, normally on the creases. So we had to check them knuckles and see where the baby going to be. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. <laughs> Portia Williams is here. She's our co-host this week. And uh, when we come back, Angela Rye will be joining us. We've got front page news. She'll fill us in what's going on out there in the world. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is Reinvent Your Life. Mel Robbins is back to help you dream big and take more control over your life. Start listening when you sign up for a free 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. You did an edible on work day? I did tinctures last night. I never had tinctures before. What the hell's a tinct? What's a tincture? That's what it's called? You the tincture watch drop? it. I ain't never put them drugs on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> These tinctures. I'm still high from the tinctures <laughs> last night. All right. Put it under my tongue. Well, Portia Williams is here. She's our co-host. And let's get into some front page news. Angela Rye, good morning. Good morning again. So yesterday commemorated the 58th anniversary of Bloody Sunday in Selma. And President Biden joined noting in his speech that voting rights are still very much under assault. It is poetic justice this fine Monday morning that joining us is the granddaughter of Reverend Hosea Williams, who was a very, very important foot soldier in the civil rights movement. So according to the Brennan Center for Justice, just on uh, this President Biden point, just this year, state legislators have introduced more than 150 restrictive voting bills in 32 states making it harder for people to vote, to stay on voter rolls, and also to register. We know that these restrictions disproportionately impact people of color. And with the failure of Congress to act over the last several years, in the ways in which the Voting Rights Act has been gutted by the Supreme Court, and now several landmark cases, we are in trouble. Uh, the president also had this to say about the truth in American history. On this stage, children of God, started a journey, walking, not saying a word, beaten, tear-gassed. On this bridge, blood was given to help redeem the soul of America. Words that give meaning to the past and purpose to the future. And now I'm here as your president. The truth matters, notwithstanding what the other team is trying to hide the truth. No matter how hard some people try, can't just choose to learn what we want to know and not what we should know. We should learn everything, good, bad, the truth of who we are as a nation. And everyone <clears throat> should know the truth of Selma. I can't believe that we're still fighting for voting rights legislation in 2023. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes me ask the question, like, what's the legacy of the March on Selma, Angela Rye? What do you think? Like, when you see the Voting Rights Act gutted the way that it has been, what's the legacy of the March on Selma? Well, here's the thing, right? This isn't the first time in American history where black people have had to fight for the right to vote. We know that right after the emancipation, our folks had to do the same thing. And so the legacy is the fight. Mm. We persevere. We are resilient. We will continue to do just that. Is it unfortunate? Absolutely. But we know what they're afraid of. It is the truth in our power, our political power, and us being able to wield that. Um, they've seen what happens when we do. Uh, we elected the first black president, and you know that the Voting Rights Act was gutted shortly thereafter. He said, ain't going to be no more Negroes on our watch. <laughs> Shut up. Every right. fight is fixed from here on out. <laughs> Listen here. Listen here. Um, so in addition to that, uh, we know that there was another Norfolk Southern cargo train that was derailed this past weekend. 20 cars from a 212-car train derailed near Springfield, Ohio, by Clark County Fairgrounds. This is the second one in Ohio within Dang. the last five weeks. Mm. The second one. So Clark County Emergency Management Agency did not issue evacuation orders in this particular case, but they did request residents within 1,000 feet of the derailment to shelter in place. Company officials said, unlike the 38-car derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, derailment... Um, in, in the East Palestine, Ohio derailment, 
This one had no hazardous materials aboard the train. So thankfully, no injuries have been reported as why, of yet. Why aren't people talking about more about this, this uh, what's going on out there and, and how it's affecting the people in the water and all that? Because it mm-hmm. feels like they swept it under the rug. Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot about it that's been convoluted for folks, things they don't really understand. Mm-hmm. There were a number of people taking issue with um, Mayor Pete's lack of response. Of course, he's the Secretary of Transportation. And he said he understood why folks feel like he should have showed up, even though there's not a lot that his agency can do. Emergency management has to um, run point on this when there's hazardous materials involved. So there there have been thousands of people impacted. I'm sorry, Portia. Is somebody messing with the track like it's what's causing oh, you saying is it sabotage yeah, yeah because I, when you have something that happens you i mean you know of course we're focused on the fact that the trains are off the mm-hmm. track right but look what is happening it's polluting the water different mm-hmm. things and happening to the community mm-hmm. people do sabotage areas like this to take them over mm-hmm. so you know just like they are trying to you know watch the whole situation to mm-hmm. figure out overall they need to figure out who did it right. was there, there was chemicals on this train too no no, no, chemicals. Chemicals. no, no there, there were no hazardous no. materials okay. on this train but I do want to just say I love black folks because we're conspiracy theorists but (laughs) the real issue here is the fact that within the infrastructure bill there's supposed to be money for railroad infrastructure being um, rebuilt and you all know in the last administration uh, Norfolk Southern lobbied the president really hard to prevent having to do any upgrades so that's what's happening Mm -hmm. this is aging infrastructure Mm -hmm. and when that happens we've seen bridges collapse roads go rogue and and like this a train derailment but the bill passed though twice yes but what I'm saying is before that bill passed Mm -hmm. because you know it takes time to start rebuilding roads to construct bridges right before that Norfolk Southern was lobbying President Trump very hard to prevent having to do any upgrades and this is what's happened as a result yeah all right well that is your front page news thank you miss rye tell them where to find you angela rye angela rye at angela rye on instagram at angela underscore rye on twitter for as long as i'll be there i don't know how much longer it'll be and tiktok you know we talked about that last week y'all take care Porsche is good to see you you too bye all right that is your front page news now when we come back tisha campbell kim whitley and yvette nicole brown will be joining us there on a new series called at your age and we're going to talk to them when we come back so don't move it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club and you just be taking stuff. You do still hold weight. So I'll show you. What's the next question, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was you know, it was interesting what you said about uh, not being the lead. Because to us, even though the show was called Martin, this Gina is still the you lead. You're not kind of the lead. You were kind of the lead as well. It wasn't no kind of. She was yeah. a lead. And no, my, and my wife and kids, you the wife. You know, the way that I look at that, though, like, I love being the support system to anybody. Like, I love to watch people people win mm-hmm. you know what i mean even with my sisters on the mm-hmm. show like we'll give each other jokes uh, jokes like yes. say this to me or say this to mm-hmm. the yeah, do this when or, you walk out the door yeah, right? yeah yeah we want the other person to win and and i love being the support system it's like a it's like a dance to me it's like mm-hmm. a waltz mm-hmm. to me when i can see a comedian because you know comedians can be really big or they can mm-hmm. be really small so when they go mm-hmm. big i ground the scene it's it's fun yeah. it's fun i love mm-hmm. and i learned a lot and i'm talking about this now because I've, I've said it in a couple of interviews but I really realized how much Damon and Martin's comedic gifts ability thank you mm-hmm. affect 
affected me. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm working on this show, I try to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Allison and, and the rest of the writers are so good. They mm-hmm. really lay it out. It's there on a the page, but I like finding the funny in between the lines because that's what Martin was great at. Mm-hmm. He was really brilliant because he would find some, and he's ad-libbing at all times. Mm-hmm. So I find that my comedic style is really similar. And then watching Damon, his comedic intellect is sort of like, he's so witty yeah, and so smart. I had yeah, that like, on your show. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, You said, yeah. get ready for him. We, I did Wife and Kids. I played her best friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, she told me, she was like, uh, get ready. I was like, what do you mean get ready? She said, Damon, he gonna say some things. You want to be ready for him. Yeah. And you were right. I yeah. thought I had him. I was killing it, killing it. He came back on me. I shut up, said, where the lines? Let me. <laughs> the comedic intellect of, is so so high like Dave Chappelle you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I learned a lot from them do y'all hate being typecasted where they feel like you know everybody's gonna call you Gina for the rest of your life do you hate that when no. You like, no it doesn't bother you I love it really yes absolutely because that means that it like they said it made it some type of yeah. impact okay. like well that's cute it's Gina. like the Brady Bunch it gotta get annoying sometimes it no, only by my son because he calls me Gina all day Hilarious. Gina can you oh, make me something to eat funny. Gina Hilarious. can See, that's, you that's that's funny. Like, I was in the mall the other day I passed by D.L. Hughley and <laughs> I was like D.L. Don't I not what I'm saying but he was so I kind of raised LeBron. I actually hosted his wife's baby shower. That was so great. Now, so LeBron came by, and girl, and then Jesus. Let me tell you when Jesus came over. Oh, that's what we gonna do. We just gonna throw all the names out today on the Breakfast Club. Whatever, Gina. Gina. Okay. Gina, like, Gina, get over here. Gina, look at this. Gina. And I was like, if you call me Gina one more time, I'm going to kick your butt. And he started cracking up. And that's the only reason. That's the last name I'm going to say. Only <laughs> Sugar. I love it. Sugar. Now, it's, uh, sugar, let me tell you something. It gets on your nerves. Because it's always some man. Auntie Sugar. Auntie sugar. <laughs> with, with all of y'all resumes in the business, do y'all still run into struggles and, like, obstacles in, in the industry? Absolutely. That's oh, what, sure. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point of Act Your Age is yeah. that this is the first time we get to come together and be fully ourselves on a, on a show, right? Yeah. And yeah. so that's new. Before this time, it was always a bit of struggle because nobody was writing for you, nobody understood you, nobody cared about what happens to black women in this industry mm-hmm. as they write. Mm-hmm. We're always coming in. I'll, I'll say this. Most of my shows, I'm asking the white girl, enjoy your date. Oh, you're so pretty. I think you're great. Everything is about them. Mm-hmm. There's no questions about, well, how my husband doing on the show? What my kid mm. doing on the show? On this show, on Act Your Age, we all take care of each other. And can I say where they can find it? In case of course. You don't know yeah. If you go to bouncetv.com forward slash find us, you can find where the show is. It is literally floating in the air. It's everywhere. So please support it's us. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Please support show. us. Because the thing is, if we have this show, then we get to make more of these shows. Absolutely. And right. our show is universal. So People, those are, everybody's yeah, going to so like So those it. that are watching mm-hmm. that are not black or of a certain age, please understand, this show is for you too. Because uh-huh. we're talking about real issues. We have two wonderful young actors, Nathan Anderson and Mariah Robinson, that are on the show. So we in. got something for the for the Gen Zs and mm-hmm. the millennials as well. And I it's promise. Funny. It's a and laugh it's too in. You are going show. to enjoy these, this show. I these promise. These two are fools. Yeah, we, to my these mother. three are fools. But I have struggled. <laughs> Look, I went back to me. I have struggled. <laughs> All my life, I had the struggle. Thank you, Okay, I'm not gonna say it again. Now, is there any part that you guys? Yeah, you just. Cut her off. She's trying to talk about her struggle. You oh, see what I'm talking about? That's, no, he got, I know what she's he talking about. She got to say the slave thing again. He got out of there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is there any part that you guys passed up and was like, damn, I shouldn't have passed up? Ooh, I was supposed to be on the show Lost. 
And I was dating this dude. We had to move to Hawaii. And he was like, we ain't going to Hawaii. Well, he, he didn't have to go. I, I know, but I was engaged at the time. That was one of my oh, no. several. Damn. And I was like, I, but I want to go and do law. So I remember I was like, well, JJ, do you have anything else? Uh, I don't know if I, I... And I just didn't see the black woman on the plane crash in the jungle with the monsters. I didn't know what I was going to do. I felt like my part was going to get smaller and smaller. And I'm going to run, for real. Um, but no, it it was it was uh, I remember JJ Abrams. We had this talk. I never forget when he showed me the script. This was mm -hmm. before it was on TV. I did like this. I said. <laughs> I was like, this is Gilligan's Island. What else you got? <laughs> I promise you, I had no idea loss oh, would be that's huge. huge. Wow. So that thing hurts me. So that's that's my story. You know, I this when I say this role, y'all gonna be like, I, I first of all, I know that I never would have got it. I also didn't audition for it. I was supposed to go in for Tiffany Haddish's role in Girls Trip, mm -hmm. oh. and I and, I and we all know it can't nobody do that role but Tiffany. And but I read the script, and y'all now know me, little baby Jesus. Mm -hmm. There's no way I could have played the role. Mm -hmm. And so I just kindly said, you know, I don't think I'm the right one for this. And then I watch it blow up and I see Tiffany's career but that is one that I was supposed to go in for yep. yeah I was supposed to have a meeting with either Abbott Elementary or this really? other pilot mm -hmm. I chose the pilot that went as well it did go but it didn't get picked, picked up, up. Okay. Yep. yeah this is a completely different show mm -hmm. but yeah I, remember no, it was that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember which role but I, was I know which role I meeting. went in for which one Janelle. Janelle, oh, the principal. Horrible. Oh, man. But Janelle, I didn't get an audition. Janelle is amazing on that. But she's I can see really Kim being that principal, too. Yeah. But Janelle is incredible. She's she's really really is. Is. She really is. What she's makes you horrible in an audition? Because you, you, you audition. Uh, being yourself. So you know. Don't study. There was a lot going on and the kid was running around and, and this was at a time when the pandemic it was on Zoom. Oh, I hate those. Very oh, difficult. Man. I have gone through this uh, industry by letting God just whatever mm -hmm. you know happens mm -hmm. that's for me. Alright we got more with Tisha Campbell, Kim Whitley and Yvette Nicole Brown when we come back. The new series Act Your Age we'll be back as The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody it's DJ Breakfast Club. Portia Williams, our co-host, is here. And we're still kicking it with Tisha Campbell, Kim Whitley, and Yvette Nicole Brown. Mm -hmm. Do y'all understand the, the impact that you guys have on culture? Do y'all ever sit back and say how great you were for us growing up and what you meant to us as kids and teens and growing up and just the things that we've seen in all the shows? Do y'all ever realize Wait, how big it was? First of all, I don't, when you say you grew up with me, how old are you? Exactly. That sounds bad because you, you look like you're 56. So. Exactly. Okay, I'm just I'm just playing. Go ahead. You cute and little. I forget it now. No, no, because we were just we just trying to pay our bills and take care of our families. I think that was you don't think about that. I think for me about that. For me it was a concern because I started on Drake and Josh, which is a kid's show. And so I kind of feel like when you put yourself out there and say, I am in front of the babies, you should live a life that if as they watch you, you know, you don't do anything that makes them feel crazy. So I try to make conscious decisions when I'm on camera. I get a little naughty in a voiceover. So if you mm -hmm. see me in an animation, ain't no telling. Oh, gotcha. But if you see Shea my Island. face... Yeah, well, that no, Jay Pollen is really sweet. That's more that's for the kids, but there's some stuff coming where it's going to be a little rough okay. for the babies. Mm -hmm. But if you see my face, I want you to be able to go, that's Helen, and not go, what is Helen doing? So I feel like as we hear this all the time from performers, well, I'm not a role model. You are, and you may mm -hmm. not want to be. You may not like that you are, but when you put yourself in the public space and there's a, a spotlight on you and you're on a platform, people are paying attention to what you say and do. Maybe you don't care. 
maybe you fine with it. I care. You hear that? Girl? I want the babies. You got you three times. That's three for him Dang on, I was playing sugar. But this is this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Every, wait, time. you guys. Everybody, everybody okay. got to know what their call is. Mm-hmm. What what I've been called to do mm-hmm. is different from what you've been called to do. And there's no judgment with what you do. Your path is your path. My path is my path. So I'm not sitting back going. Everybody needs to do this. I'm saying this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I got I take care of this. Right. And everybody else should take care of this. You know what I mean? And the world would right. be better if you just focus on you, you did this. Right. But it is part of the culture. I think about my first movie next Friday. You mm-hmm. think about my things Absolutely. that we have done because people do you come up girl. and they're like, we didn't oh know my gosh, damn, I had that. no idea. I was like, who I got? How? I'm going to be with Mike Evans. I'm going to be mm-hmm. with Cube. You're mm-hmm. excited, but you don't realize you're absolutely right mm-hmm. what it does uh, with the culture and in life. And, and like seeing, you know, seeing seeing people and he's excited. That's that's it. That's, that's, when your, you, that's, that's your legacy. That's your legacy. I think when I saw myself in the African-American Smith Sonian. Wow. That was I, I mm-hmm. literally you just cried. Gonna throw that? You just gonna say that? No, no, no. That's Why a wonderful thing to share. I'm on the Smithsonian somewhere. I wrote my name in the bathroom. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say the Smithsonian. No, yeah. it really shocked me and I literally cried because I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know that mm-hmm. it was gonna mm-hmm. be there. I was thinking that when we came in and looking at this wall. Imagine coming in here and seeing yeah, your face seeing on yourself. this wall. Like you know yeah. that you I, I'm here. I'm still here. I'm mm-hmm. here. Right. I was here, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's that feeling. We all want that. And some people, through their children, they have that. Some people, mm-hmm. through their work, they have mm-hmm. it. And it's great that we get to leave leave a, a footprint. We for, were in this industry. Yeah, for uh-huh. me, I, it was always a grind. I was always on a grind. So I wasn't looking up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I was running mm-hmm. and I was concentrating on paying bills. I've been paying bills since I was five years old. Mm-hmm. So I was concentrating on helping family or helping myself mm-hmm. and, and getting us into a better space and just now I'm starting to at at the age that I am really like look around as it's happening I'm in the moment right. I'm present in it mm-hmm. but I wasn't before and it was a friend of mine named Berkeley and oh, he Berkeley. Had, yeah he had made me more conscious of living in the moment because I would say random stuff yeah. like oh yeah when I made um, Thanksgiving dinner for Tupac and he was like you can't just say you made Thanksgiving dinner for Tupac and I was like oh that's not like normal no right. no it's not normal right. 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 I don't want to hear the story yeah, I don't right. want to hear the story no now. no it was just like me Dwayne and he came over and we all just had like was that in New Jersey insane. LA New no, York no I was in LA mm-hmm. but the, long story short like I was like oh I get it because I worked with Pam Greer one time and Pam mm-hmm. Greer would throw out all these stories and mm-hmm. I would call them now we call them PG Pam Greer stories and she was like yeah when I was in in bed with Yoko and John and, and Richard Pryor and we were mm-hmm. making music all night I was like you can't just say you was just in the bed that's, that sounds wild making yeah, music but that's just her life just like it's just your life exactly yeah, so yeah. It, it now I was like okay I'll be more conscious of it so now I'm in a place where this is actually happening mm-hmm. I'm with these amazingly talented friends, friends that yeah. Are have that I've admired and that I love. But I want to know why Pac ain't had nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, how you end up with y'all? You might got no okay. It was a bunch of us. Like I, I used to have like really big parties. Now my parties are like two, three people. Right. But I used to have parties. like like I a lot of. I used time. to cook a lot. I I used to cook a lot, and so people <laughs> would just come over. Do you remember what you made? Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I had that mac and cheese. What's up with that mac and cheese? 
cook for like 30 people yeah. like uh, you know every single time that's so something like, I've never heard time. all the pocket stories you've heard I've never heard damn Tupac was at a Thanksgiving dinner you know I know that but you've never heard that how did you and Sherry handle the Monique situation after y'all talked about the reading and she didn't like that did y'all reach out to her what I said was I'm gonna be in St. Louis at the Grand that's right but the truth is this we love Monique and and when we were talking this is just the truth we're giving her flowers that is the truth she is an awesome actress and in this movie I was screaming I was like dang we miss her like miss her on screen and and that's the truth we love her she's funny me and her used to be best friends and I can't say anything that sometimes and we not gonna say nothing bad we, about bad, people yeah, yeah, right, these are just, our sisters yeah, yeah. You know what I'm and, and I think and, and, and it's the thing of, I think that's the, the quick trigger right where everybody just I gotta, I gotta would you hear what's listen to what they actually said though mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and, and also and if it came out wrong because sometimes you misspeak then appreciate the love when the love is said that's that's the truth and that's the truth we mm-hmm. love every I don't know mm-hmm. any black actress in this industry that does not love and revere Monique mm-hmm. she is one She's, of the best that we got absolutely and so really that is. is the truth. The little comments or stuff that came out wrong mm. or whatever, that's we're gonna have some grace and extend mm. some grace and we're gonna move on. But the truth, love her. Yeah. All and of the us. The truth is that love she her. is anything she's in. She's great. She, I'm like, dang, she if I got a little yeah. bit of that. She does. Mm-hmm. She puts it down. Whatever mm-hmm. the other, And she looks out for she, people too. I remember yeah. when I first got into business, I mm-hmm. couldn't get arrested. Mm-hmm. Nobody would ever let me do talk shows. Mm-hmm. She had the talk her talk show down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, I want this girl to come. I want her to come. She had just mm-hmm. won her Golden Globe, brought mm-hmm. the Golden Globe out. She said, Yvette, hold this so you can feel what it's like when it's your turn. It ain't been my turn in a very long time ever. But <laughs> she wanted me to see what it feels like. That is her heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the heart of Tisha. That's the heart of Kim. That's the heart of Sherry. It's that's what the truth is. Mm-hmm. So let's di- let's dig on down and get to what the meat of the bone is, and it's love and respect. Mm-hmm. All right, well, don't move. We got more with Tisha Campbell, Kim Whitley, and Yvette Nicole Brown. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how Black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. 
That sounds like a varied group of people. It's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Portia Williams, our co-host, is here. And we're still kicking it with Tisha Campbell, Kim Whitley, and Yvette Nicole Brown. Charlamagne? Is it hard being in this era where everything is so criticized and, like, the criticism comes immediately through social media? Oh, say that. Yeah, I, think it's, I think, it's a, I think it's, a quick, it's a quick trigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I think there's not enough grace. I think you can give some people grace. People make mistakes sometimes. They misspeak. Yeah. They go somewhere they didn't know was going to be happening. And just mm-hmm. give... Because you got to imagine, what if it was me? What if I slipped up and did that or said that? And the thing is, is there an apology? If somebody messes up, do they feel bad about it? Do mm-hmm. they come to you and say, ah, I missed the mark? Because mm-hmm. you want somebody to extend that grace to you when you miss the mark. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, now, if we're talking about racism and we talking about MAGA and stuff like that, I'm throwing elbows. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah. if it's simply a mistake uh, between friends or someone that doesn't know you, they speak out of turn, I think it's important to extend a little grace. You ever watch those old movies and say, so give there's Kim no way grace. we could have did it? Say Thank right you. <laughs> you ever watch those old movies? Like, I was watching Trading Places on a plane, right? Uh, Eddie Murphy. My uncle was in that film. And some of the words that they were saying, I was like, boy, would they Couldn't get canceled Couldn't now. Couldn't do it out. Couldn't do it out. can't say those and words. Look what they were doing but in that, the 70s on Good Times and that's, 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 that's a Kim question because Kim is on stage mm-hmm. saying, you know, they're comedians. So I appreciate that. And matter of fact, I have a show in St. Louis at the Granddale. Oh my God. March 10th. That's Metro, why I was trying to get them tickets. Get tickets at Metro, 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 Metro Tickets. St. Louis. That's right. Granddale. Now, can you answer the damn question? First of all, I don't know if you can cuss on the radio. You can. So look here. Let me tell you about my ass. No, um, you know what it is about this show? That's the great thing about Actuaries. 
said, we said it, it is a, I guess, a go back, a flashback to the old sitcom times because we take chances on this show. Yes, we do. We say yeah. things that... And uh, that's what makes it current. Mm-hmm. Right. That we take it to the edge because that's what's missing in comedy. I right agree. now. It, it, do you remember the old sitcom? They would say anything oh to my, Jefferson. Jefferson? Oh, my what? Oh, my goodness. All in the family. I mean, Kim, the family. Is, Kim is so. masturbating in the second the, episode. I, I am. What? The character, the character <laughs> is... Yeah. The character. Her, her character. Her character. Sorry. Camera off camera. Did y'all saw me? So it does. So God, now, for real comedy, you gotta live in truth. Mm-hmm. You gotta be able to say it, and that's what's even missing. Except for like David Chappelle and certain comics, mm-hmm. you have to be able funny. Is when you say what other people are thinking. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you got to be smart about it too. Get, like you got to like really. Like I just said, yeah. and y'all caught me. See, but mm-hmm. let me tell you something. Ten years ago, y'all wouldn't have said that. You'd be like, ah, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You're so crazy. But we're so right, nervous because like, we're y'all so looking nervous, out for me. You're like, Kim, don't say that. Right. You better yeah. not say that. You because we know what you meant when you said it. Right. We, we know, just know what how people going to take it out of context. People going to take it. That is the truth, and that'll be the headline. We trying to make the headline accurate. But that's what we're talking about. That's the problem. So in accurate age, Allison Files really lets us go there mm-hmm. and we go there and we all like ooh is this gonna be and standard, standards and practice they, they allow us, us, go. They mm-hmm. us to go. go so you know uh, big ups to, to bouncing scripts yeah, and uh, MGM all of them that mm-hmm. really say let the girls go right. mm-hmm. it's funny and we talk about Allison real life to create that too. but right. I appreciate that because that is the truth right? Absolutely. Absolutely. and that's what uh, the podcast Two Funny Mamas is all about <laughs> Peace I mean you, if you oh, talk about me putting out another I mean you plug you share me so besides Act Your Age, I have two amazing animated shows. I have uh, My Dad the Bounty Hunter. It's mm-hmm. a black family in space on Netflix. It's Laz Alonzo and Yvonne Orji. And I saw two that. amazing yep. kids. It's amazing. You start watching, you're going to binge the whole thing. That's My Dad the Bounty Hunter. And then Shape Island, you mentioned earlier. It's a great show for young people, but not just for young young kids. And it's a circle, a square, and a triangle on an island and they have a lot of differences and they have to learn to live together and if we do that more in the world we'll be great so that's Shape Island on Apple TV Plus as well oh, and that's your age on Bounce Tisha you got Uncoupled that, that Uncoupled got is back they got renewed Showtime's picking it up right Showtime that's is dope. picking it up I'm really, I'm really it was such a dope show mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and I was hoping that this particular show could do the a smidgen of what Pose did you know yes. like really affect everybody and mm-hmm. make the norm norm and you know in places in the Midwest or in the Bible belt you know mm-hmm. we were hoping that we could affect people and and people would like it and, and hope is still there and the back. hope is still yes, there so we're shooting back. in new york mm-hmm. right. yeah right. she's gonna right. be in these streets new york with y'all that's right i got it one more thing oh, another one. i got another show coming out i think it's today mm-hmm. uh, on hulu with wanda sykes called history of the world yes. 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 what about kim on audible what about and that's kim? right i do have my pod sitcom podcast she never asked on audible she showed it was no it was in the top 10 oh my I need to ask one last question, especially for oh, you being from New York. So, were you guys, quote unquote, corny growing up being in the arts? This question, of course, comes from Michael B. Jordan, where they said he was corny uh, growing up. You're from Newark, so you know the area. First, I was. Oh, and Yvette already had something to say about that. I saw you just on social media. Yeah, man. I don't know. Listen, I, bullies bother me. Mm-hmm. People that just go out of their way to make people feel small. And, and this is the thing. I remember when Tabitha Brown said this phrase, and this is really universal when it comes to bullies. Mm-hmm. What pain you must be in to wake up on a day and go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find something and teach. I don't like. Well, yo, you hate Fedora. 
You know what I mean? Like, why do you have to come? <laughs> <It's adorable. laughs> what I'm saying? She was waiting for that one. 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 What's up? What's up? Waiting for that one. Oh, I'm going in love. No, you didn't put it back on. You look good. Your hair looks good. Don't worry, man. Take it off. Girl. I'm going to pull that out on the wheel with a cable and their way to find something that they think will really harm somebody and drill in. And I didn't mind what 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 Michael did on that carpet. People were like, well, he was... No, she was unkind to him years ago, and she thought she was going to roll up now that he didn't made it. <laughs> no, babe, I, I see you. And he wasn't rude. Oh, he was just this. like, mm-hmm. I see you. And, and I remember you used to call me corny, right? So, mm-hmm. so why you got the mic in my face? Oh, That's even harder remember. than what he said. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes you got to snatch a wig and be like, listen... We, we trying to do this right but let me tell you when you missed the mark because again it's not about just forgiving and, and everybody sometimes you got to tell somebody I don't appreciate that I feel like now that I'm older mm-hmm. yeah. my haters were my motivators mm-hmm. I look back on the people that said things to me and I remember oh, saying that's me that's me. The I'm going to show you. Yeah. If right. I didn't have them, same thing. I might not have had that fuel. Oh, me and right. the same. same. But I, I took that fuel, and it's so funny. I remember, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. Here we go. Truthfully. Honestly speaking. Let me just go and tell the truth. Because I never said this out loud. And this wasn't a hater, but I... Me and Gerald LeBert, of course, were very good friends and close. And I remember mm-hmm. on my journey mm-hmm. to Hollywood, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this and that. And Gerald brought me out to Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I went to Soul Train with him. And that's when I got to meet the people at 227. And everything happened. And I remember Gerald looked at me and he was like, mm. he said, you know, there can only be one star in this family. I was like, oh, I can't do what I need to do. But what it did for me was say, Oh, okay. No, I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. Which might, if you wanted to be with a man, maybe I should. I should have been like, okay, I'll be a wife. But it fueled me, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so it's going to be like that. I said, like, you, you watch. I can do this. Yeah. He didn't understand because I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't see the potential mm-hmm. in me. But as I my star rose, we we got close, and he was like, okay. I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. Wow. And we started doing things together. Mm-hmm. And really, he said, I didn't know that you can actually do this. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that's it cool. in you. That's so cool. that that's when I say that kind of thing. When he's, mm-hmm. when the people say stuff like that, not that he was a hater. Mm-hmm. He just mm-hmm. was like, hey. He didn't see it. Yeah. Right? He, he didn't, didn't see, see you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling a lot on well, this show. Not, you can stop yourself at any time. This is the thing. So after A comes out on Saturday. Absolutely. And we got to get Kim up here by ourselves so nobody uh, stops the Gerald LaVert story. Right, right, I gotta that's what you're trying to do. No, no, no. That's what you're trying to do. Don't you come here without somebody helping you. He's going to get you. I mean, thanks, guys. Tisha Campbell, Aventa Cole, Kim Whitley. Thanks, guys. Make sure you check out At Your Age on Bounce TV. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Portia Williams here. Portia. Hey. We're about to get to the rumors. Give us a little tease. Yeah, let's get on in here. So, yes, I'm doing a rumors report. And, uh, yeah, nothing is left out. So, you guys were headlines over the weekend. Y'all know that? Was y'all buzzing? Is your ear buzzing? Well, you were. Um, apparently. Wait, wait, we got to play a sweeper. We got to play a sweeper. What do? Oh, hold on. This is the rumor report. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty uh, gossiping. Sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. On The Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my business. I know hers. All right, so like I was saying, you guys were in the headlines all weekend, and it's only right if I'm doing the rumor report 
that we talk about this story. It's the top story. It's trending right now. So anyway, you guys, your former host, co-host Angela Yee was on Tamron Hall show. All right. That's not an easy show to be on. She was sitting up there. She got grilled. And they talked about she uh, Tamron asked her about being the lone woman on the show. Basically, her being the only female representation on this show. Anyway, here's the audio so y'all can hear again what she said. We're all individuals, but sometimes it's hard for people to separate. I want to go back to the woman part of it because Mm -hmm. you did hit on something because you were the lone woman on this show with a lot of bravado, with a lot of edge, disruptive. And that's why millions of people love the show. It seemed to me that people were always riding you. Yeah. And, you know, I was the only woman who worked there, too. I mean, when it came to producers, camera people, and it wasn't an easy room for me. I didn't know that. Did you find yourself fighting for respect from the co-host who I know respect you Mm -hmm. but when you're the only woman in the room and which blew me away just now you're saying even in the production part of it yeah you're there it was a lot cap okay so okay let me say this from the moment I got here today my experience has not been that there's no women Mm -hmm. I've only seen women Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like I've seen y'all sitting here right now but the um, are you calling us women? A little bit, yeah, a little. <laughs> but uh, no, I've seen a lot of women here. I don't know what her experiences was back then, but I've you know seen a lot of women. What do y'all say about this? What she had to say? Well, I will say this: um, what she said wasn't true. Uh, I can't tell her how she can feel about being on the show because mm-hmm. on the show, yeah, she's correct. It's me, Charlemagne, and herself. So yeah, she was the only woman in the room. But when it came to producers. There were so many different women that worked up here and that continue to work up here. So I didn't like that the way of the way that they put that that the Breakfast Club doesn't have women here or do, doesn't uh, respect women's views because that's not true. I mean, Taylor's been here for how long has Taylor been here? I was six, seven years. She's been a producer here for six, seven years. Who's the person that actually cuts all these clips? Mm-hmm. She's cut these clips today. She's cut them for ye. She's cut them for years. Uh, Sasha Taylor to her. That new intro was fired. Sasha was here before Taylor. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bunch of women that's been working here. Uh, I did speak to you last night. Me and you got on the phone last night, mm-hmm. and she understood what I was saying when she she said that she meant in the room, meaning the people that she actually worked in the room. Mm-hmm. But that's not what that clip said, and that's not how it went out. And that's what I was upset about because there's other people that worked here that do a lot for the show. Yeah. The first person you t- you talk to every morning is who? Right. Sim Simma, Samantha. Yeah, it was a woman. Sydney, but- who's here right now, is you know does digital. There's women that work here and continue to work here that continue to push me and Charlemagne to the next level and I just took it as I didn't want to diminish that and we and Charlemagne and I always talk about how important having women in our lives especially right. black women in our lives you know Charlemagne talks about his wife is is the CEO of his house I talk about my wife is the CEO of my house so mm-hmm. I just took that as a way but we spoke yesterday and she's gonna um I guess clear it up on her show today of what she meant but I just didn't want to diminish or take away from what these Strong black women do for our show. Yeah, that's my that's my point. I agree, Shara. What you what you gonna say? What you want to say? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Well, let me say something else. Okay. So I've been on a TV show, work with radio hosts. Most Mm -hmm. of them were men. We had Brad, beautiful woman, on the show as well. What I took from what Angela was saying was that. On the radio, mm-hmm. when, when when the mics turn on, she's the only female in the room of you men. That's facts. Okay, facts. 
But the other part is where I would have taken offense if I were you guys is for her to say that she didn't have anybody who she could go to mm-hmm. as support. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, at the end of the day, whatever you three say on you all used to say on these mics, you're responsible for it regardless. Correct. Individually, whether it's a woman in a room who felt like she should have had her back or not. Either way, she has to take responsibility for what she has said and not said in any moment on the show. Right. But for her to say that there were no women, of course, I know she didn't mean literally no women. Mm-hmm. You took it like that because you were pissed off. Mm-hmm. But she didn't mean literally no women on the show. What she meant was she didn't feel support. Mm-hmm. What I have felt since I've been here and from the black women who I've seen here was nothing but support. Each mm-hmm. story that I've been given is said, if you want to mention this, if you want to talk about that, do you feel comfortable with this? And I don't think that that's something new. But I think that when we talk about women being in the room powerful women have a seat at the table you have to talk about what that means to the people in the front right the people in the front those are our back people those are people who hold us up so i think that's where she let down the entire breakfast club mm-hmm. and that's where if she probably had a chance instead of talking to Tamron, mm-hmm. she would have been able to expound on that but when you have someone like a Tamron talking to you and she's giving you accolades and mm-hmm. she's you know raising you up to do nothing but set you up to say something that's going to be catchy mm-hmm. and she can look like a journalist, then that's where you find Angela in this place, you know, trending for the wrong thing. What you said just now is interesting, Portia, because I do feel like, I feel like Tamron Hall and her producers got together at some point and said, look, Wendy Williams is leaving, mm. so somebody on daytime TV has to be messy mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. it feels like Tamron has been being messy on that show lately. Is it just me? Hidden mess. Okay. It's a hidden mess. Mm. I went on Tamara's show and I was so excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a beautiful black woman. She's, you know, branched off, got her right. own show. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I did not necessarily feel supported on her show. Really? Did I expect her to agree with everything? I was promoting my book, The Pursuit of Portia. I didn't expect her to agree with everything. But there was a turn where it turned from just her asking questions about the book to her kind of almost attacking me almost Mm -hmm. making me feel like I had to justify anything that I had going on and it just didn't feel good did you feel that way too yeah yeah. Uh, me and my wife went on there and it was it was a situation you know if if you picked up my book I talk about my life and how I was and and the reason we wrote this book is to try to help other brothers and help other couples and I talk about how insecure I was as as a young person me and my wife been together since 15 and 16 and how I was and Mm -hmm. how I treated her and how I changed how I didn't know and I think there was an incident that happened with her sister. And she was like, well, my sister was this and my sister was that. And it got to the point where you can't, I couldn't come back to that. But thank God my wife was there. And my wife right. was like, no, what happened with your sister? Mm-hmm. And our relationship is totally different. Right. My husband has never threatened me with a gun or, or tried to kill me or any of those things. I can't remember. What, but that, of course, they took that out. But I felt that too. But I will say this. Shout to Thea Mitchum, who is our boss, who is a, a black woman. Uh, yesterday she got me and Angelie on the phone and we got a chance to have that conversation mm-hmm. and I'm glad we did and, and hopefully they could uh, she'll say you know what she wants and clear it up a little bit because there's a lot of women that feel funny that work up here because they right. feel like you know they were looked over right so um, and she and she said yeah she agrees so she's gonna uh, talk about that today on her show well that's good mm-hmm. right. I've always felt undervalued here as a woman <laughs> hmm? are we now changing your identity yes oh Wait, so now you identify as what yes a yes? yes? Oh, he added a couple S's. <laughs> yes. yeah, he is definitely a woman now. You say yes? I do find it a yes. But yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Now I feel supported. There's another woman on the mic. <laughs>
Shalamisha. Shalamisha. Welcome. <laughs> Who are you giving your donkey to, Shalamisha? <laughs> For after the hour, uh, let's talk to a man who should have been told no seven times, okay? It's a man out there with seven kids and seven baby mamas, and he said it's all the baby mama's fault. We'll discuss. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Portia Williams is here. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The Voice returns with a season so amazing it gets a four-chair turn. One, Blake Shelton's final season. Two, the return of Kelly Clarkson. Three and four new coaches, Chance the Rapper, and Niall Horn. The Voice returns Monday and Tuesday on NBC. Damn, the hee-haw again. It's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm not trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. Called Donkey of the Day, and it really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne, who got the Donkey of the Day today? Wow, Jess Hilarious. Donkey of the Day for Monday, March 6th goes to a man with uh, seven kids and seven baby mamas. Now, I try not to pay attention to these people. You know what I'm saying? I, I see these people telling these outlandish stories on YouTube and TikTok because nowadays, folks is saying and doing anything to get some attention. And being that we live in a world where nobody cares about the truth, if the lie is more entertaining, folks just be getting online telling these outlandish stories just to get some clicks and subscribers. Now, I don't know if this story is real, but the idea is, and that's what I like to discuss and critique, the idea. Okay, mm -hmm. the idea that digital D-heads like this young man put on the FBI's internet. Now, as I told you, this man got seven kids and seven baby mamas, but he don't take care of none of them. Okay, mm. not a one. Why? Because he said he told those young ladies from the beginning that he don't want them. Now, let's go to the FBI's main source for Exhibit A's YouTube to hear this young man speak. Now, for the past few days, I've been going live, telling my story, speaking my truth. And a lot of women having an issue calling me a deadbeat because I tell them I was being irresponsible, yet not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times, they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me. Access denied. Because I, I don't really know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because... It felt I'm good. not the one that's going to have to carry a baby for nine months. Jesus. It's the woman. In my opinion, women should be more careful on who they sleep with. True. <laughs> Portia, you just said earlier that women need to watch who they sleep with. I mean, damn. <laughs> How savage this man is. Listen. I mean, okay, let's just let's just be real. Oh, He's not the first man to tell somebody to take a plan B. He's not the first man to say he don't want a child. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, that's why we got child support. You still got to pay for this child. He need to be telling this story in jail, right around the lunch table. <laughs> yes, he does. Because just because you decide to say you don't want to pay for the child don't mean that you should have to. I, I I feel that proper poom poom management is essential for a healthier life. I feel this man is out here passing along uh, sexually transmitted demons, okay, to whoever wants them. And yes, this man is a demon, and they should change that purple smiling face emoji with horns to his face because this is true demon time. And I really wish this young man would have made this video after baby 
mama number one. Because if he would have made this video after baby mama number one, then he would have never gotten the seven baby mamas. And if he did, then every single one of them deserved the baby father they got. Because when a deadbeat tells you who they are, believe them. And it does amaze me that this young man is putting the responsibility not to get pregnant solely on the woman. Yeah, can I hear more of this guy? Another thing is, these just jump offs. These are the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. Mm. The bad minimum, but they gave me access to their body. Damn. And they think I want to be a, a father <laughs> to a child for one of them? Like, I don't even have no type of love for these women. How do they expect me to love these children? I can offer to or pay for abortion, but at what point can I force a woman to go get an abortion? I cannot. A woman say, my body, my choice. But I say, it's my life, my choice. Before y'all try to stitch this shit and be like, black man this, black man that, what? I don't give a I could have really sworn he was going to say, she say her body, her baby. Because yeah. that's how he feel. He's done. <laughs> I wish you could have saw your face when he said, these girls give me their body for the bare minimum. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, man. This guy is disgusting. Disgusting. Like, one thing I can say about Nick Cannon, this man has a baby. <laughs> Wait a minute, we on the subject of multiple babies and multiple mamas. We got to bring him up. Don't uh, act like y'all didn't think the story was his name at first. You know. But anyway, we at least he take care of his kids. That is true. He actually yeah. wants to populate. I don't know if this man went to school. Does he know what biology is? When you put the know. vagina and the penis together, they can make a baby? That's right. <laughs> That's how it works. You, you know what I wish? <clears throat> I wish that uh, along with these babies that he didn't want, he would have got an STD he didn't want. You know how what I'm saying? How you know he don't? That is very true. But I, I feel like if he was getting multiple STDs, he wouldn't be moving like this. And that's the thing brothers and sisters don't understand when y'all out here, you know, raw dog and randoms, okay? Doing the DNA dance with any and everybody. You're absolutely increasing your chances of catching uh, gonocypha herpes. Okay, gonocypha <laughs> herpes is what irresponsible brothers should get. And I wish it was one way gonorrhea herpes, okay? Because, you know, I don't want, I don't want the woman to get it. Because it's one thing if he was telling these women his intentions before he slept with them, but he's not. He's telling them after the fact, after they have been manipulated to sleep with him. I don't respect it because you're not giving these women. He said a he did, Shar. That's what he's saying. After the fact, though. Oh, he did. No, I thought he said after he told he them pregnant. before. No, he said, "Listen, I'm gonna have sex with you, and if you get pregnant, I don't want it." Oh, I ain't hear that. He didn't part. say that. No, I thought he said after they have oh. the baby. See, I would respect it if he did it before. Okay. I'm just saying, man. No, he actually said he'd tell you after you need to take a plan B. Oh, after he done, but the, either way, he done manipulate. When you feel that drip, <laughs> when you feel that drip, you know what's finna go down. Yo, ass need to go take a plan B. Please give this man with seven baby, seven baby mamas and seven kids the biggest he all. <laughs> now, now I didn't hear the whole donkey. You wanna play a game? I'm not playing a game. I don't feel like playing a game. Don't wanna play a game. Mm -mm. Don't wanna play a game. Nope. You don't want to play a game. Nope. <laughs> don't want to play a game. Sound white to me. I'll just get curious. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's his race? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I just know it doesn't matter what his race is. He's disgusting. Okay. Okay. Exactly. This is terrible human behavior. He's black. Wow, Portia. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw it. I and saw he, him in And he's actually, he's actually not black. What is he, he is black. He's nigger. Oh, he <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Let's take this man to Breakfast Club Court. Yes. Play my, my theme music. 
All right, now this black individual said he does not want to have babies with these women, but these women wanted to have the baby. Is he, should be he be responsible for these he kids? He said it's the woman's fault because the woman don't make him wear a condom. That is right. That's what he said. Do you believe him? Do you agree? Should he be uh, off the case because he said, look, I don't want no babies. I don't want no kids. I'm not raising no kids. I'm not paying he for no kids. He's telling him after he done shot the club up, though. You got to say that before you even get in the bed with the woman. The man got seven kids and seven baby mamas. You don't think they know that already? Yeah. I mean, we don't know the location of these kids. Or, or 800-585-1051. Is he foul? Is he disgusting? Is he, he should have to pay for all these kids. He should have to go to jail. That's what we're asking right now. 800-585-1051. We'll take your calls when we come back. And Portia Williams, our co-host, is here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Portia Williams joining us today. Hey. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey today to who? Oh uh, man, Donkey today went to this guy on YouTube who said he got seven baby mamas, seven kids that he don't take care of, and he said it's not his fault because he told all of these women he did not want to be a baby daddy. All right, so we're taking him to Breakfast Club Court. Three hundred five eight five one zero five one. So we're asking, is this gentleman right? He said, look, I got seven babies. I got seven baby mamas. I don't want kids. I told him I don't want him. I'm not taking care of him. They should have got a plan B on abortion. I would have paid for it. Uh, is he right or is he disgusting, dirty, dirt diggler and should have to pay for all of these babies? Judge Portia? Yeah, guilty. <laughs> a dirty dog. <laughs> but he did say he didn't want no babies. I don't care what he said. Tell, tell every man who's sitting in jail right now for not paying child support the same thing. Yeah, I don't think he's giving these women a layer choice. Like, if, you, if you're not telling these women beforehand, you know what I'm saying? If you darkwing, you know, duck, if you darkwing ducking, you know, and, 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 and not letting them know. What is darkwing ducking? Darkwing ducking in the in the front fart box. You never heard of that? Who said it's a front fart box? Yeah, what's the front <laughs> fart box? <laughs> we got one fart box. <laughs> what are you talking I about? The front fart box. But all I'm saying is if he's not telling these women beforehand, like I'm talking about before you, you don't sleep have, with them or anything. You don't have but that's what you're missing. You do not have to tell me you don't want kids. You can get that vibe from a guy before you lay down with him. Really? Yeah, yes, period. What's the vibe? You shouldn't be just laying with people for no reason. You should be laying with people because you want to be with them, yeah. you want a child, you want to get married, something. So is that a conversation you have with a guy? You should. I feel like that's responsible. Poom poom management. As Letting a, the brother know your intention. That's what you should do. Word. He should have got a vasectomy. He well, should have just he cut stuff off. Well, he's old enough to be dating with intention, but yes. he's not. Yes. See, I date with intention. What? When I get with Still? you, oh uh, yeah, no, I'm sure not. Hallelujah. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's get to the phone line. Candice, good morning, Candice. Good morning. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. What's your thoughts? Okay, my thought is basically I kind of had to agree with you oh, because okay. at the end of the day, you know what I mean. If he's direct, and this is only if he's actually telling these females this before he sleeps with them. I, and they still decide to have a baby with this dude, or you mean, or not have a baby, but you know, what I mean, still allow this dude to ejaculate inside of them. That's their fault. They both dumb as hell. At the end of the day, because you know what I mean. If why would you allow? Just like he said, why as a female would you allow access to your body? And you got some idiot that's basically stating to you that if you get pregnant, I don't want nothing to do with the baby. So at that point, what point in your life do you? 
you say, what the hell am I doing? Why am I even allowing this dude access to my body? MF, get the hell up out of my house, whatever y'all, wherever y'all at, and she get the because you're right. not going to invade happening. my body. <laughs> how many baby mom, how many baby daddies you got, mama? This has happened to you. I, and, that, and, and I'm getting ready. To, let, me, let me just say this really quick. I have, right now, I have two prior, and I have my husband that we have three. But let me tell you this, that I'm actually, I was actually in this situation. I actually just, unfortunately, buried my son. Um, that we lost um, to gun violence, um, that I was in this situation with his biological father. Um, and he told me that he did not want to have a baby, and I ended up getting pregnant. But at the end of the day, I kept my son, which I'm happy that I kept my son. Um, I said, but at the end of the day, I didn't ask him for no child support because you know why? Because it was both my our decisions to lay down. It was both our decisions, you know, at that end of the day, to give our bodies to each other. So I know how he felt. I had the baby, but I take care of it and and took care of it until the day that he took his last breath. So that's why I feel the way that I do. Well, condolences, well, condolences. to you, Mama, on the Absolutely. loss of your son. I think Thank we're for forgetting calling. about the kids. Jeez. Y'all forgetting about the kids? Yeah, they definitely forgetting about the we're kids. We're forgetting about the kids. Because, yeah, listen, I'm not saying that... First of all, I, I can't even let come out of my mouth that I agree with him. Mm-hmm. But if he did say, yes, the girl shouldn't have done it, la, 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 la. But at the end of the day, both of them made a child. Correct. That child has to be taken care of. That child needs a father. So that's my problem with him. Yeah, he's out here creating a that's bunch of I'm broken mad. homes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All these kids will be out here with no father. And not to mention, when they get older, they got to watch this dumbass on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talking about yeah. not wanting them. Yeah, yeah. but you know, it, see, the whole thing is stupid. We'll take some more calls, 800-585-1051. But if he said, I'm about to have sex with you, if you get pregnant, I don't want these kids. I'm not going to be that a is, that don't sound That's like even a turn off. That's even a turn off. Who going to open their legs for that? You never know. But I, I feel like he, he's not saying it. I feel like he's saying it after sure. the fact. After he done shot the club up, he's like, you know, I ain't taking care of the baby now. You better get a plan B. Well, he wouldn't have told me to take plan B. I'd go take a damn plan B. Damn. Whenever I go visit him, i go stop at the store <laughs> and i get it. You would go back after he did that to you? He must be laying down something serious. If you're going to look me <laughs> in my eye and tell me that I'm on my damn own, you putting down something serious. And this work might be worth stopping at the store getting a plan B. Jesus. <laughs> 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Portia Williams is here. She's our co-host. It's The Breakfast Club. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. C.J. will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Portia Williams is here, our co-host. Now we are talking about uh, this uh, guy that Charlemagne gave donkey of the day. Yes, he got seven kids by seven different baby mamas. He says he's not responsible for none of the kids because he told all the baby mamas that he wasn't gonna be there for them kids any goddamn way. All right. So we're asking, what are your thoughts? Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Good morning. Where you calling from? Good morning. I'm calling from North Carolina. All right. What's your thoughts, Nicole? I think really that um, it may be a little bit on the woman, just because if somebody being honest with you and telling you they don't want a father, you need to listen to what they're saying, especially if he's willing to pay for an abortion. Go for it. And if you want to keep the child, be prepared to be by yourself and a single parent. But I do think he needs to protect me because that's just ridiculous. All right. Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? Turner. Turner, what up, brother? What up with you, Ivy? What's going on? What's your thoughts, bro? 
Okay, so my situation with this man, again, he's trifling with his hand and everything. But it's like, I'm a father of six kids. I got three sons with one woman, and I got a, three daughters with one woman. The three daughters, their day mother decided by yourself not to let me see them anymore. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I say this all the time. If a man say what that man said, he considered trifling. He's 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 unruly. He's he's a piece of crap. But if a woman use uh, kids as pawns and for payday and manipulate the court system, it's okay. Nobody ever talks about that. Nobody ever talks about how did that man get to that point or anything. Nobody talks about that type of stuff. Like, I fight with demons every day because I'm not a deadbeat. I take good care of my three sons, but I'm, I've been in court for nine months just to be a dad to my daughters. Damn. I'm sorry that happened That's to you. Well, this sounds like a situation where, you know, he should have been cautious about who he decided to procreate with, right? No, not necessarily. Because you know people be having mental issues. These women, when you when you are pregnant, things change. You That's know, true. like chemicals in your body change. You can develop mental issues. Mm-hmm. Like postpartum depression can turn into some type of other anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so it's just difficult. So I, I think it's unfortunate in, in those situations for the mother, the kids, and him. Mm. But I hate that he's not able to see his kids. Mm-hmm. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. It's Jessica from Harrisburg. Hey, Jessica. Jessica from PA. Hi. Talk to us. Hello. Well, first of all, I just want to say, Portia, I love you. I love you. <laughs> well, I want to say that he should absolutely be responsible. Like, why not get a vasectomy? I said the same Number thing. Number one. Yeah. You know, this ridiculous. Well, he said he just and found out about I'll- those. He said when he put oh the first God. video out, he said he just found out what a vasectomy was. Did he, he just say that? I believe him. <clears throat> he just yeah, that. I believe that. Well, yeah, I believe that too. Then you just really that dumb. Um, but also, I wanted to just say, Portia, when you had said about the whole child support, and you had made a comment about that, I think that that's a load of shit because I have, for example, I'm just using my my situation. I have a two year old, and. Her father just left me. He has a warrant out. I'm owed over ten thousand dollars, and they don't do anything. Like he's on social media, living his best life. I haven't received. I maybe received a total of four payments ever, and they don't do anything to help me. Like I, there's nothing I can do. He just. I mean, nobody helps me. He lives in another state, and anytime I call Pennsylvania domestic. I mean, they just tell me there's nothing that can be done. He has a warrant, and that's it. Yeah, some states are like that. He lives in another state. (laughs) So, at this point, you know, it is what it is. But for this man to have seven children for seven baby moms Mm, mm, and mm. child support, maybe different states, I don't know if it's going to be better for them. I hope so. I hope their situation is much better than mine. Mm. But he should absolutely be held responsible. And hopefully nobody else has any more children by him. That's what's going to hurt him Thank when you he get put on that damn child support. I thought we couldn't say shit on the show. Didn't she just say it was a load of shit? what I said? Yeah, we, we can't say that. We're going to bleep it. We're going to bleep it. Yeah, we're going to bleep it. The guy said it again about three more times. What's the moral of the story? What's the moral of the story, Portia? The moral of the story is this. Yes. You know, it's hard to get child support. I mean, I... I ain't going to speak from my situation, but no, it is very hard to get job support from anybody. Mm -hmm. So you do have to be smart with who you lay down with. Mm -hmm. And if you lay down with somebody who thinks like this, period, 
then you deserve what you get. But the most unfortunate part is that baby, that That's child, right. even beyond child support, even beyond that, the fact that this child got to grow up and not have a father figure mm -hmm. and know that he has siblings that he probably won't never meet. It's just sad. And I feel like when a man like this is running around putting this online, I'm glad he put it online mm -hmm. because he'll never have any more kids. Mm -hmm. It's going to stop at seven. Now you're Who right. the hell going to lay with him now? Right. He's definitely the face of uh, team generational trauma right now. He's just running around here creating a bunch of broken homes. Absolutely. So baby mama number eight, don't you ever be that because you will be donkey today. All right. Okay. Now we got rumors on the way. What we talking about when we come back? All right. So we got to talk about my good sis, Drew Sedora. Unfortunately, she's going through a divorce and it might be featured on Housewives. Okay. Yeah. And we'll find out if you miss Housewives. I, I, I wanted to know that. Do you miss I it? I didn't say that's what we was talking about next. That's right. not on my sorry. piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? All right. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our co-host Portia Williams is here. What up? And let's get right to the rumors. This is the rumor report. Call out a name, or you gossiping, or you chatting. Uh, Sometimes you say stuff, and it's just gonna get you in trouble. On the Breakfast Club. Whatever. She don't know my business. I know hers. So this story is very unfortunate. Um, one woman reported dead after a stampede at Gorillaz concert in Rochester. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very sad. So nine people were trampled at Gorilla and Finesse two times concert in Rochester, New York, Sunday night. Now, the stampede started because a lot of people were saying that they heard gunshots. Mm. Now, when the first responders arrived to the scene, there were multiple people who were injured. Um, however, after doing an investigation, they found that there were no gunshots. So I don't know what was making that wow. noise. A but a car there, backfired or something? Maybe somebody just making it sound like a gunshot to start mm -hmm. the stampede. Now, almost after the incident, Gorilla tweeted, I'm just now hearing about what happened. WTF, praying everybody is okay. Now, according to an updated report, News 10 NBC, a 33-year-old female died from her injuries. No. Damn. Yeah, someone actually died. God Two victims who were also taken via ambulance um, to Strong Memorial Hospital after the incident remain in critical, life-threatening condition. And there were some uh, six other people who were transported by private vehicle to local hospitals with non-life-threatening um, wow. injuries, y'all. Condolences to definitely to, to anybody that uh and and damn absolutely it's so sad especially because when you go to those concerts right you 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 expect to be safe right there's mm -hmm. security they wind you down you go through the metal detectors and then one thing could be a shift and everybody's running out and it's just very sad man. do you think that some of these venues have too much people they do meaning, the meaning that like there's, there's certain things that just. Sh there's certain events that just shouldn't have that many people. Like, you shouldn't have that many people in one place at one time. Well, to the front. Because I remember when I went to Coachella, I got... I was in, in the middle of a mosh pit. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what a mosh pit <laughs> was. I was in the middle. I got injured. Like, my the whole back of my foot was, like, bleeding. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, And if it would have kept going, if I didn't get out, I'd have made it out with no wig. My girlfriend made it out with no shirt on. <laughs> I'm not trying to be... I'm just saying, <laughs> I, we almost died. Um, so, yeah, it, it can be very dangerous, but, but you, condolences. You can't stop sure. it, though, because think about football games. I mean, you got 30, 40, 50,000 people. Know. You know, baseball games, concerts, know, like you said, these festivals. There's a lot of people. Yeah. But you would, you would hope that people have, you know, be just be human. Like, you see somebody on the floor... 
Pick them up. By the way, there's nothing that you can actually do to keep people safe in these situations. The <laughs> only thing that can keep people safe is other people. Right. That's but my they're point. high. That's but my they're point. high. It's literally all about human behavior. That's my point. That's it. They're on drugs, though. That's what I'm telling yeah. you. And I guess I should have known because at Ch- Coachella, they were like zombies. They didn't even know they were stepping on me. Mm. They didn't even know. Were they, tuck, were they pulling on your wig? Like, why'd you say you were going to lose your wig? Oh, well, the wig had to come off because I just had to make it through the crowd. So somebody yanked it, and you're not about to yank my $12,000, you know, $1,200 wig. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went on, took it off, and put it in my shirt. Okay. And then by the time <laughs> the security pulled us over the fence, my girlfriend had no shirt. I looked Damn. back, she was holding her breast, yeah. Damn. But we made it out alive, you know. So. Wow. Yeah, all right, well, let's go- keep going. So... Again, I was telling y'all earlier about my good sister, Drusadora. She is unfortunately going through a divorce, um, which is just terrible. And being on a reality show, you would, you know, think whether it's going to be featured on there or not. Well, apparently they have stopped filming season 15, but they are actually bringing cameras back to capture the story. Wow. And this is very different. I've never really heard of them coming back mm-hmm. so soon after they wrap. They got to pay you for that, though, right? Well, of course. Okay. So she <laughs> well, has to agree on it. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what city is this? It's, it's Atlanta. Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Yeah, this is Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, so, yeah, TMZ is reporting that they are going to be filming her. Now, her, her soon-to-be ex-husband, Ralph Pittman, will not be filming right now. Um, in my experience, the ex-husbands always come back and film. So he will be coming back, I'm sure, eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do they pay the do they pay the ex husband the husband separately? When they come back like that, I don't I can't say for sure, mm-hmm. but I think so. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Unless they just really coming back to just be petty. Gotcha. Um but you know what? For me, it doesn't surprise me that Drew is gonna be open with the story because she's always been transparent. On this show, you know, you got people with fake storylines and all kind of stuff. She's been one to me to just really be honest. Mm-hmm. And for us to know about her husband going to Tampa, you know, at one time and all this stuff, mm-hmm. which she, I think, addressed in the divorce document. She filed first, mm-hmm. right? But it got reported he filed. Apparently, she's the one who filed first. And then when she saw that he filed, she went back and stated that he actually had done some mental abuse, possibly, and some allegedly cheating happen in the marriage. Mm. Um, How but, do you know when somebody's got a fake storyline? Um, well, for one, I know that they don't have nothing else going on. So, like, all of a sudden when the cameras come on, you have, like, all this stuff going on and it's just not genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for me, I gave birth on the TV. Mm-hmm. I had a divorce on TV. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, broke an engagement on TV. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's, it's not just about the money. It's about people who are invested in me and who I am and them mm-hmm. being on that journey. But that's probably because your story is authentic. Like, have you seen anybody with a fake storyline, like, pop off? What you mean, pop off? Like, like blow up. Like, like do well. Like, become... Yeah, like... Yeah, they're still on the show right now. Yes. Who? That's pretty much what's left. <laughs> I don't watch this. I don't Well, see yeah. It, I mean, you know... Right I, there are people who will add to their story. Like, gotcha. you know, they, if they don't got a man, they'll go get a man and just bring him on the show. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they just, I don't know, they do those things. Mm-hmm. You know who has real things because you connect to it when you see it. Gotcha. It's like gotcha. you can feel it. Some people cry on camera and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, let me fast forward. Some people it's like, damn, you almost shed a tear with them. Yeah, I got you. And I feel like with this situation with Drew, I love her so much. She's such a strong woman. She's got kids. I think that, you know, she's going to be good after this. Mm-hmm. I just hate that she has to go through a divorce. A divorce is like a death. Yeah. And honestly, I don't care if you don't like that man no more. I don't care how he disrespected you. Divorcing someone is going to feel like a loss, mm. a true loss, mm. almost like a death in your life. So mm. I'm praying for her. I'm praying for the family, praying for the kids, praying Absolutely. for Ralph. 
it's going to be difficult. Damn. Yep. So anyway, let's get to what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I heard you talk about Young Miami, okay? okay. <laughs> well, hello, I, love, I love Young Miami. I mean, too. And I JT. Love. I'm a city girl. Yes. Oh, you done proclaimed that three times today. We're going to the girl. club tonight, okay? I ain't think I had no girlfriends here. I got one right here in <laughs> you. There you go. Right here in you. Um, all right. So Young Miami explains that she doesn't want to get married. Yeah, not want to get married. Um, she went on Instagram Live to let people know that she ain't really into it no more. Essentially, she said that she doesn't want to get married because men cheat. Okay, <gasps> and she, yeah, I know, shocking. And she said that if she gets married and her husband cheats, she gonna kill him. He's dead. She's Damn. gonna kill him dead. Here's the audio. No, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married because I feel like men are not faithful. And if I can't marry, that means I'm giving my life away to you. So that means like I want to be with you for the rest of my life. And if I take everything personal, that's for one. So if I'm with you and you step out on me and you, you know, like I'm never going to forgive you. I might, I'm not going to forgive you. I would never forget, forget. And I just feel like if my husband cheated on me, I'm going to kill him. Like I'm going to bury you. For real, because like now you embarrass me. I'm hurt. I'm never going to get out of the And like now I can never look at you the same. So that's crazy. Young Miami doing all that interracial dating because black men don't cheat. So it's kind of wild. Wait, black men don't cheat. So mm -hmm. it's she, this, all that interracial dating, you know, she getting cheated <laughs> on. Yeah, that's clearly well, what Puffy it is. Puffy is very much black. She has had a very public, open relationship open big on the open part <laughs> with Diddy and it is what it is now she did tweet that um, she is not sharing her next ninja damn that's what she said so what is what is faithful in 2023 because couples be swinging and brothers be being honest with women and saying they got more than one woman and some women be telling guys they have more than one man so what's faithful in 2003 just lying about all of that that's based on your relationship every relationship is different yeah that's true what the, uh, what mm -hmm. the understanding is yeah. yeah yeah. and my understanding is yeah you'll get killed too Allegedly. Jesus. <laughs> well, that is your rumor report. People's Choice Mix is up next. Portia Williams is here. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Portia Williams, our co-host, was here today. Portia, how, how you enjoy so far? Everything's I good? I loved it. Coming back tomorrow. I'm the new host. <laughs> <laughs> you coming back tomorrow? I will be here. Okay. Maybe right. a little later, but yeah. Portia's the only one that came by. No, 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 no. That's not true. I got don't a even gift put, for y'all. Y'all didn't put, get the no, gift. Don't even put that out there. What's the gift? Wait, let me give y'all y'all gift. That looks like that looks like furniture or something. I brought y'all sheets from my company. Oh, man. Come on now. Now, okay. now you're talking about, now you're talking yes. about language. All right. What? Make some more babies. 1,800 count? Yes. Woo. You're oh, talking my you language now, Portia. Thank you, Now, this is what I'm talking about. I want y'all to get between the sheets on me. When you get 44 years old, these are the kind of stuff you get excited about. And I'm assuming y'all got king size. Yes. Pampered by Portia. Yeah, that's the first thing I said. Portia, better not be giving me no queen and no fool. Uh, no. Pampered by Portia. 1,800 thread count, luxurious fill sheet set. Absolutely. Oh, man. Thank you, Portia. Let me make this trip worth it up here. Hey. Pampered by Portia. Now, where can these people buy these sheets? Um, online at pamperedbyportiasheets.com. Mm -hmm. um, I love my sheets. They're the most amazing sheets ever. Once you lay on them, like, that's seriously it. I started nice the line. Are they sweatproof? Yes, okay. actually. Yes, actually. I started lying because they feel like sheets from my mom's bed when I was little. Wow. And I used to always go and sleep in her bed when she get up and leave or whatever. And um, she introduced me to the company. And I was like, oh, my God, I love them. And so I just, you know. I connect with brands and companies that I 
love. And so I started it and they're deep pocketed. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can wash them multiple times. I've had some of my sheets for a very long time. They have not changed at all. Um, and they're very reasonable in cost. So, but they're free to y'all. So enjoy. Thank you. Thank you yes. for my portion. And I brought present. some for y'all female producers up here too. <laughs> that wasn't shade. <laughs> they will appreciate it. It's Women's History Month. That's right. Where can they get it again? Tell them one more time. You can get it at pamperedbyportiasheets.com. All right. Yes. When we come back, you. we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our co-host, Portia Williams, is with us this morning. Yes. And it's time to get up out of here. Um, Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do, but first, uh, before I do the positive note, man, I just want to tell everybody, thank you for getting your tickets to the Black Effect Podcast Festival, man. It's mm-hmm. happening Saturday, April 22nd in Atlanta. Uh, some of your favorite podcasts you can see live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, Big Facts Podcast, Reasonably Shady, checking in with the good sister Michelle Williams, and it's all hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious, okay? Saturday, April 22nd at Pullman Yards in Atlanta, Georgia. Go get your tickets at Ticketmaster, and for more information go to blackeffect.com all right yep positive note oh the positive note is this man uh the truth okay the truth needs no defense only witnesses and the greatest witness you have is yourself why well, get insecure and anxious when you know the truth all right you know the rumors gossip and bs people are spreading about you isn't real so why do you care so much the truth needs no defense only witnesses amen to that breakfast club bitches y'all finished or y'all done John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 